0: good everybody episode 120 of the ncr show that's the no chance radio podcast as always i am one half of this amazing podcast my name is ryan and i always got on the other end of this call at the other end of this discord whatever um got my guy nate nate say what's up to the people yo what's up everybody good to be back hey this is like a very refreshing day episode moment in time um the headlines if we want to call it that of the news i don't know if you if you if anybody's been watching cnn within the past 48 hours the biggest thing in i would say in the past 4 years uh aside from what we covered last episode uh headlines across every news outlet the dior jordan ones making its way to the fucking inauguration did you have a chance to see that the amazingness of how crazy and viral that one shoe took over the entire show do you see that yeah
1: yeah i I woke up i think i woke up early that day what day was that on wednesday yeah today that was yesterday wait yeah yeah,
0: yeah that was yesterday oh shit
1: yeah i woke up early not intending to watch it, like I didn't wake up specifically for that because I don't know, I mean it's cool and all, but anyways, it's neither here nor there, um, yeah, I woke up and I saw it. I threw on the live stream, and yeah, it was sick. There's definitely a lot of like relevant cultural moments during their inauguration, so uh seeing that shoe in particular, well, maybe not that shoe in particular, but a shoe like that make its way to one of the more historic events to happen within the past year, week, past 48 hours, like that that was really interesting to see. So, who would have thought that that would have been like one of the
0: ongoing like topics of conversation surrounding the inauguration. Oh, and by the way, guys, we have a new president, like if you didn't know that already. But more people were talking about the Dior Jordan 1s than anything that Joe Biden instead or at at, at all throughout the entire day Um, but aside from that obviously the the Bernie memes are are top-notch currently that's what's circulating around social media (laughs) but these Dior Jordan ones not even like the craziest like Getty image high quality like portrait shot of them this was in the background of somebody giving a speech at the podium like this was coming down the stairs and it looked like like how we would see photos on Nike talk of leaked imagery of sneakers like it looked that like that discreet which was uh, which was really cool um did you see like the the bobby hundreds exchange with um uh, i i guess it was uh the dude who was wearing its wife who happens to be a close relative to the <laughs> vice president. I, I, the, the chain there is is a bit confusing, but did you see that exchange?
1: Yeah, I saw that tweet. Um, it was, like, all over Instagram uh, yesterday morning. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was so sick, you know? Like, I always... It, it was interesting to see how Bobby Hundreds was, like, so on top of that, and he knew already... Like, I don't know if they have a relationship in real life you know uh mina harris i think is Mm -hmm. her name um and her husband nick i think is his name yeah like it's just interesting to see how those two worlds kind of collided in that sense um so that was like leave it it to bobby detective yeah i know like he's yeah know who exactly (laughs) to to like
0: at mention to find out that information like it just goes to show how, like, plugged in he is with literally all facets of anybody that's involved in in both the political and, like, fashion streetwear space. So, I thought that that was such a cool coincidence that it was him. But, like, like I said, like, that was a really insane moment because I'm sure, like, everybody and their moms were looking up, like, what that shoe is, seeing the... The the insane prices, I'm sure, like, for a, a good m- moment or a couple of hours, there were people looking at, like, trying to buy that shoe. But I'm sure, like, 99% of the people that did try to go to an eBay listing or to StockX, they were just like, yeah, no, never mind. Like, it's cool <laughs> and all, but, yeah, it's it's, it's completely out of my, my price range. But that's ne- neither here nor there. Um, let's talk about the past week, this week the last two weeks, whatever. Let's talk about some highs and lows, um, things that were kind of like that kind of stood out, things that kind of sucked releases news. I mean, the Dior Jordan one, uh, Twitter frenzy was definitely uh, a high of this past week, but uh, I'll, I'll leave it to you to, to, to start us off on just any, anything that you saw
1: within the past week. That was kind of dope. Uh, Yo! Shout out to my guy Bernie, man. He came through with a big fit on inauguration. The snobiety thing was so funny
0: when they had like put together like what his fit, what what within the Heisenbergity lens his fit was and the prices. I thought that, right. that was super
1: funny. Yeah, I mean, my man came through and he was just he was cozy, he was relaxed. You know, I did you see all the memes where it was like, this is just like bernie's one stop he's got to do like errands and shit after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like he just has a newspaper and his his yeah. lunch in like a brown yeah. bag and he just like <laughs> like a coffee through. in his hand yeah. he's like fuck She's like i gotta go to the post office this meal this shit like i think that i think that was super sick um i don't know because you see like it's such a it was such a juxtaposition between like him and everybody else you know they were all dressed to the nines but you know bernie bernie doesn't play like he's just he's just there he just he just, he just does him you know Hey, blue I collar thought that was so hard-working sick. man
0: right there yeah. like he's been through yeah. enough shit like <laughs> let him hang out enjoy
1: and reap his uh the, the fruits of his labor <laughs> yeah hey sh- so shout out to that guy man that was that was a huge moment i think um just for us like as younger folks just seeing that and I don't know it was crazy how that turned into sort of like an iconic like cultural moment for everybody like you saw like people were playing or people were showing the memes like on like live online on, on live news on the live news yeah. on tv <laughs> so i always say this scary.
0: this is how i i, I analyze whether or not something was actually eventful is if any type of meme came out of it if it didn't come out if there was no memes coming out of your event
1: then it probably wasn't that popping yeah that's facts whether it's like something embarrassing or like something really sick mm-hmm. hey there's no memes being made from it it was, just, it was garbage well, you do
0: yeah <laughs> all right other than other than bernie what else you got anything that was, uh
1: that was kind of cool. See, let me pull up my list here. Maybe
0: even something that was kind of trash. I mean, I got more trash than than cool. Mm, yeah, I, I got one for that.
1: <laughs> um, the Noah Batman collab that just trash came out. I think cool. it just came out uh, today. It was kind of trash, man. I'm not mm. gonna lie. Like, I'm a huge fan of Noah. Like, I like Noah a lot. I think they do really great things, like with their sustainability practices, and you know, just the general awesomeness of their clothing and the shit that they put out yeah um and their storytelling but the batman collab was like it was just no like no one asked for that you know what i mean like nobody (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's true you're you're completely right (laughs) i mean like i don't know usually they do some really good collaborations but to me that one was a bit of a reach it just I don't know. To me, it felt like... You know when we always talk shit about, like, Bape for doing a collaboration with damn near anybody? It it just... It felt like that. And I think the range was... Left something to be desired. Like, it was just literally the Batman logo stamped onto a range of, like, sweatpants, hoodies, tees, stuff like that. And I think if you're going to do something like that with a brand that maybe doesn't have a huge connection to your brand like i think you need to put a little more thought and a little bit more effort into how you can approach that collaboration and how you can you know create an evolved design around that collaboration well, so yeah this is how they made
0: the connection right and i'm just reading this bio based off of the blog that they had put out but basically they took a photo and so Noah's was trying to take this to make this like slight pivot into like being more like skater focused like they've done they've released skateboards with for eat, every collection that they put out in the past like past year like a skateboard deck graphic so they have this image of Steve Caballero, uh basically the person who created the half cap um for Vans, but he's like doing he's like doing this indie grab in like the eighties with the Batman t shirt on, and that's literally where this entire collection spawns from. So it's like cool reference, but I don't know if it had to be an entire collection, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like, yeah, it's it's cool in that sense, but I don't think anyone asked for it to be an entire capsule collection. Like, we didn't need all of that. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to run to the store before they open and be like, I need this Batman collaboration. That's, you know, this is so sick. They probably
0: like, reached out to DC Comics, and they are like, uh, so we'll give you one logo, and that's it. And they literally just <laughs> <laughs> repurposed it on, on every item of clothing they could imagine because there's no variation to this at
1: all. But, um, hey, man, you don't... Uh, Hey, you win some, you lose some. I guess yeah. you know, you can't you can't consistently put out fire and not take an L. So, shout out to them though. They're trying, They're trying their best. It's twenty twenty one, still the start of the year. I'm sure they have great things in the works. Um, yeah, I'm sure their catalog is looking
0: nice for the rest of yeah. the year. But hey, it's a uh, might not be the best way to start out. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Um, all right. What about yeah, you. I mean if we can start off with some good. Cause that's what I'm trying to uh, um, to highlight. First and foremost, Converse put out this really dope thing, um, something that I don't technically see from a lot of brands, uh, at least as the new year starts. Which is what they call their All Star 2021 starting lineup. I think that's it's a pretty interesting way of just kind of uncovering all their upcoming. Big profile collaborations. So I think they did this through Instagram. They basically announced a collaboration with, I'll just uh, name off some notable ones. Kim Jones, Comme des Garcons, Off-White, Title of the Creator, Chinatown Market, and Concepts. Um, They have Draymond Green at the very top too, um, which is weird because it's like kim jones com de garcon
1: draymond green it's like <laughs> like, I, like i don't know about like it's like the most like random avengers like casting bro it looks I like heard. a coachella
0: like lineup but low key like, yeah when, when sunday or like but they put like the weakest headliner on like the sunday or something like yeah that. um but i think this that that's really interesting i like the um sort of transparency on being like hey man like this is gonna be a great year it's gonna be a great year for converse who I, I would say like within the past year nothing like too crazy they did a lot, a lot of repurposing of collaborations they had a Carhartt work in progress that went kind of under the radar um additional tire the creator collaborations that kind of flew under the radar um but nothing like crazy uh which i, I would hope like from seeing all these names, like I'm hoping something cool comes out of it. Cause these are some really great collaborative people and they have a history and a, and a resume of putting out really dope stuff. So shout out to Converse for just saying like, Hey man, we're about to, we're about to have something that you can look forward to, um, which I think is dope. And, and all the names here is, is, is super like, the there's a mixture of high-end kind of just like regular pop culture names skaters like and mini brands so um i like how they include a little bit of everything but you know that the price uh the price range is going to be relatively like easily accessible for like people who want that type of stuff you know
1: what i mean yeah i mean come on man like converse like come on what are we doing like let us know like what's good like we need, we need that. Yeah, like we need, I'm, I'm like kind of we...
0: looking for like you know, like you know, like the 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 NCR con. Like I feel like they could have fit us in like right next to the Tyler Creator on the bill. Like there's like a little blank space there. Yeah, could have fit in. Um, maybe like a like a seventy or a one star shit. We'll even take like um, what's the slip like on? The pro, the yeah, pro. The, we'll <laughs> take the slip on. Like whatever, man. Like I, I'd love to 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 make a shoe with Converse. I feel like um of all the companies that I actually like from like their flagship stores that we went into, I think when when we were in um New York, the biggest thing was they had um they had their like super robust like customization station. Remember like it's in their downstairs like flagship yeah. store in in Soho, which is like super sick. Um so yeah, man, like hit us up, converse.
1: I don't even, I don't even know if that store's open anymore. I think they closed that. Really? Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh shit.
1: Yeah, but oh. hey, you know, regardless, let us know. Hit yeah, us hit up. us up. Otherwise, um, we're going to Van's Vault. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'll take both,
0: bro. Whatever, I'll take both. <laughs> um, okay, another cool one that I thought was really dope, um, and something that may may excite some, maybe more like general sn- sneaker enthusiasts. Um, but I'm not going to say I've always been the biggest fan of clot for most people. They'll know, they'll always remember clot as being the brand that did the air max ones, the see-through version. Um, again, not the first time that anybody's ever done a see-through shoe, but one of the most like, um, highly regarded air max to ever be released. Um, but they showed preview pictures of a, Air Jordan 14, which again, a lot of people don't like a uh, collaborative um, shoe with Clot. And they kind of kept that same look and feel that they did with their collaboration for the Air Jordan 13 Low, which again, uh, not a shoe that people really fuck with. So I, I can acknowledge that what they're trying to do is like any other brand that is trying to make a name for themselves or trying to create a wave is by using or like creating around things that not a lot of people are really into. Um you could you could see that with how nobody was really fucking with Sakai before the the uh the waffles came out because nobody really cared about early was that early 80s runner shoes um or runner silhouettes. So I get where they're trying to go with this, but I think they really hit the nail on the head with this 14, same tone and colorway of, like, this terracotta, like, uh, tan. Um, I like when, like, when uh, traditional basketball shoes are given, like, more of, like, a lifestyle look because ain't no way I'm wearing, like, a typical 14. Uh, but this one is super sick, so I was I was excited to see this one, and uh, they have, like, these, like, chinese new year elements to it which again like shout out to my fellow asians out there um you know it's just a way to support you know, support the heritage you yeah know yeah yeah. yeah definitely yeah. definitely 100 yeah, percent. yeah shout out yeah. to shout out to the mainland
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> i thought we agreed before we started this episode that we were gonna leave that joke out
0: uh i'll proceed Uh um, <laughs> Um, okay. Now this is, this is the one where, um, I get a a, a tad bit negative. Um, I didn't want to have to go here, but it's something that I stumbled upon that I was like, Hey man, what the fuck is this? Because (laughs) I feel like that's just your life in general. (laughs) Hey, it's a new year. I'm, I'm really trying to keep the hate, you know, kind of, swept under the rug you just gotta hide it there <laughs> something that you stumble upon you know late at night but um uniqlo never misses right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna set the stage here uniqlo never misses these may not, these collaborations that uniqlo does may not be the best in terms of you know i might not wear a uniqlo and keith herring collaboration for the ut shirt uh UT shirt line, but the collaboration is dope. Does that make sense? Like, you you can not wear something but think it's like super sick. Yeah, I thought you were going to
1: say UTI for a second. That's, no, no, that's no, 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 really no, no, no. Something really unrelated, no, 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 but definitely, definitely not. Go off. But yeah, I agree. I <laughs> you mean, know what I mean? Yeah, they're definitely. Sorry, I'm like lighting a candle right now. Can you hear it in the mic? Yeah, like it sounds a, like a little like wave rapping. Intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I think they they do really well with their collaborations. Like you said, even though I may not actually intend to purchase the product, you know, I can I can appreciate the collaborations that they do, like the Keith Haring stuff, like the Verdi stuff they did. J W
0: Anderson is yeah, always like cool. They're,
1: yeah, they're always thoughtful about their um, collaborations, which I fuck with. So now it may not yeah, always be for us. We may not fit it aesthetically, at least
0: in my case. Um, Literally, nothing works for me unless it's uh, army fatigues and a black hoodie. um, Uniqlo did a collaboration with Nissan, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Shout out to my people in the mainland once again. Um, But but they did, what they did is they created a, so they utilized their, their branding for what a lot of people know to be Uniqlo's like winter dry fit type material, which is heat tech. And they combined it with Nissan's instant noodle line, so it's like a Heat Tech Nissan Noodle collaboration by Uniqlo. Um, again, like I love Uniqlo, but to to delve into the world of food, like okay, I get it. You're like a one of the largest like fast fashion retailers in Japan, if not the biggest. Um and knowing by being in japan noodles are a1 so i get the cross collaboration (laughs) but you know like i don't know you're the food guy
1: nate you tell me how you feel about something like that i mean i think it's cool but again i don't think it's something that's for me i like the concept of i actually think it's kind of cool doing the heat tech with like the with the noodles, like, I think that just makes sense, you know? Like, when you put it together, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Heat, Eat hot noodles, food, you warm yeah, yeah. up inside, you're wearing yeah. warm stuff, okay? I get, get I, Like, I get that, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't see the product range being a huge success overall, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, again, it's one of those things where, it's one of those collaborations where I don't think anybody's going to be lining up <laughs> at, ten fifty AM waiting for Uniqlo Union Square to open to cop the Nissan. I don't Neeson know, man. Complex collab. land,
0: the, the, the Perrier Murakami stuff sold out and we know damn well that ninety nine percent of people do not drink Perrier or Sparkly didn't, Club didn't soda you, water. Didn't
1: you just get like a a pack of that? Yeah, but I mean ago? I was
0: shopping casually at my local, you know, grocery store. I wasn't like Right refreshing a page a million times to like hopefully get a free case of water <laughs> you know what i right. mean like if this is being sold next to the the like three for 20 colored socks in in the back of, of uniqlo downstairs then hey, i might bring home a, a bowl of soup but i'm definitely not waiting in line for it like it's a like a cos plush or something you
1: know what i, I mean? i think yeah yeah, i think clothing is a bit of a reach but it would have been cool if maybe they branched out into maybe some like accessories or like even something random like home goods i think would be super Mm. sick you know what i mean i know that's not necessarily necessarily their lane but i think to me that would have been a bit more interesting i know it's a bit more on the nose of like oh we're collaborating with a new company let's do like kitchenware you know what i mean like it's it sounds super obvious when i think about it but at the same time, it's like that's that's kind of sick, you
0: know what I feel I mean? like they've like, done something before with like uh like popular Japanese uh beer companies like uh like an Orion or Sapporo, or even like um like some of the like the popular like food brands. I feel like they've they've done stuff like that before. I could be mistaken, but like something like that would be more on par than the making actual food. Like. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know. It is what it is. But
0: if I spill my soup on me, like, is the heat tech right. that I'm wearing going to keep me, like, you know, safe? That's that's really my question. Or is
1: it going to amplify the heat from the mm. soup? i don't know it depends on how they
0: market this they you, they you could have some uh some lawsuits of people just pouring soup soup on them to like make them like warm up like when they're in the cold like this could turn into a very bad uh pr uh uh event but yeah i mean that was one of the things that i had noticed recently where i was it kind of caught me off guard because again like i said and i'll stick to this uniqlo does not miss um You can always count on them for a little bit of everything. And uh, no matter where you go, no matter what state, country, if there is a Uniqlo, uh, just like McDonald's, it makes you feel at home. Um, But I want to get into today's topic and something that I recently, and I know you've kind of been indulging in uh, pretty recently also, um, but something that I've been seeing a lot more and actually an article that came up on Footwear News was this idea of trading stocks, but not not just in the sense of like, you know, we're at Wall Street and we're kind of, you know, in the suit and tie. This is like trading stocks within like footwear and fashion companies. The idea of stocks is very daunting for people that don't know anything about financing or uh, economics or never really paid attention to that stuff in high school or never took a, a college course on it. But if you can give like a dummies guide for how to how stocks work and how to I guess invest or like what investing really means within within this space right. how would you describe that to people Nate
1: Uh within specifically within like the sneaker kind of streetwear yeah, space Yeah like or, use or, the okay. use those use the
0: brands that I feel like footwear news was talking about like the Nike's etc Right. and like how like what would that look like in terms of investing and how would like, I how would I make money off of investing in a brand like that cuz we had gotcha. we worked at Nike and we had access to that type of stuff so we're like slightly educated from what right. other people were doing but just from like a very like high level you know what I mean
1: um yeah so what you're going to want to do first is download the Sofi app and then use my Referral code, <laughs> so that I get fifty dollars and you get fifty dollars. So that's probably the first
0: step you're going to want to take. This is not promoted um, by SoFi whatsoever, but yeah, if you'd like to also download Robinhood and use the code,
1: <laughs> 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 No, nah, break it down, uh, break it down. <laughs> so but um, okay is crazy. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, self-love t- all 2021, you know what I mean? You I took gotta, the jump. I got to get, love. I got to get... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you shot the shot, all
1: right. Um, so let's say you want to invest in a company like Nike. And mind you, okay, first of all, this is a disclaimer because I don't want to get sued. This is in no way financial advice or whatever. Like I'm by no means, am I an expert in any of this? I just Google things. So I think whoever's listening if you're listening to this you're more than capable of doing the same thing but um let's say you want to invest in a company like nike um i mean generally the rule of thumb is you know it depends what you want to do but generally it's like you know keep keep an eye on it keep an eye on the stock keep track of it and when it's taking a downturn that's when you buy obviously like there's There's like formulas and graphs and things you can do, things you can look up online. I use like this website called Stock Charts and lets you know like relatively when, like a rough time table of when to buy and when to sell. Um, So there's resources like that. But essentially what you want to do is just buy when it's a bit cheaper, obviously, because you want to, you know, save a little bit of money. And then if you plan on selling, sell when the price increases. And it's just as simple as that. Or like me, you can, you know, I don't usually intend on selling right away. I think stocks for me are just something that I hold on to um, just to kind of have, you know, a little bit of extra money coming in when the stocks do increase in price um, mm. and having my money there instead of keeping it in like a savings account that doesn't really do much where you get like, I don't even know what the interest rate is on my like savings account it's probably super low yeah like a few cents a year year. (laughs) yeah which is like nothing right like i could find that in my couch um so i'd rather just put my money into something that could potentially make me more money um that's you know i think the simplest way to put it obviously again i'm no expert (laughs) um so do your research before you get into it but oh for sure yeah yeah.
0: research is is huge if you're ever going to indulge in In investing in your money in stocks, like and and for for a majority of the people that are listening, I'm assuming, um, and I'm not trying to count pockets or uh, anything like that. But if you do have extra money, like it's a great way to invest in things that you like, uh, things that you're interested in. If you're you know constantly doing research about sneakers and you know that maybe Nike is going to have a great year because of such and such shoes being you know highly sought after or just like you know sports are going to be huge in 2022 and maybe invest in companies that revolve around that and and i think that that was some of the best advice that i'd gotten in terms of stock is just kind of like look at things that you already kind of formally know about it makes the companies that you invest in a little bit easier to kind of like trust your money with them um but look at it like this, and, and and I'll give a good example of how you would technically make money. And this is not a pyramid scheme pitch at all. But this is like what I've experienced in seen people invest in stocks. So when I was working at Nike, this is not any sort of insider trading information. But when I worked at <laughs> Nike, um, we were uh, given we, we had the ability to purchase stocks because we were employees. Um, so people that already formerly had stocks were just breaking down like how they were making money in the process of Nike having very successful uh, years. So like when, what was it, Nate? Was it the the HyperAdapt? I think when HyperAdapt was announced or yeah. they, they had showcased HyperAdapt, the Nike stock price went up. Not by a a crazy amount, not like a Tesla stock, but it went up enough for people to see that their investment in the brand and their progression to product and sports of the future had a lot of other people wanting to to buy into it, uh, essentially making their stock more expensive and more, again, like a sneaker, just like everybody wants it when it's hot. And so if you got in a year or two years prior when auto lacing wasn't a thing or wasn't a reality for the brand, then, you know, you make money off of that, if that's an easy way to put it. Um, But that's one example of how we were able to see it. But for me right now, I'm trying to figure this shit out. It's very, very complicated. But I'm just starting off with the brands that I know, obviously. Um, everyone's having a bit of success within Tesla. Um, so, I mean, I'm putting my money there. <laughs> uh, but in the article of Footwear News, they talk about these these 10, 10 brands to invest in. Now, I want to make this a scenario for us to discuss. But if we had 10 brands, and let's make it five so we can break it down. If we had five brands that you would put money into to have a successful... 2021 to 2022 year where would you put your money
1: um i'm probably going with nike i mean i've been watching their prices for like the past i don't know two years and they're relatively i mean they do tend to trend upward but it's a relatively like slow climb for them i feel like nothing really is like nothing they're doing is really like shaking up like their stock price um at least from what i've seen in like the recent couple past couple months but um definitely do them they're just like they're a household name and like you said i think one of the biggest things with investing at least for me is investing in brands that i believe in that i connect with and you know us having worked there we saw firsthand like the level of innovation and the level of thought that goes into the things that they do. Um, So I think that's always a really good sign a really good indication of the type of company that you want to invest in. So I definitely do them. Um, Adidas too, honestly, I mean, they're, they're doing some really cool stuff. They're again, like constantly innovating and expanding. I think they do a really great job of expanding into Sort of the culture of things rather than just focusing solely on like sportswear innovation. Like, they're really good at branching out and partnering with yeah. the randomest people, whether it's musicians or artists or whoever. They're really good at connecting with those people and creating something from that. Um, and it just comes off as, you know, it, it, even though the product itself may not be, may be lackluster, I think the idea of the collaboration is cool um so definitely them uh i don't know Is new balance even publicly traded i don't know but they've been killing it like they're having one hell of a year i mean they've had a very successful run for i would say maybe the past two three years but i think there's no sign of them slowing down they're doing some really great stuff over there and really taking advantage of the partnerships that they have going on and increasing that pool of partnerships. Uh, so I think that's really cool. Um, I, yeah, I don't even know if they're publicly traded, so I could be totally wrong about that, but if they are, I don't don't know,
0: I looked them up and it brought me to a company called shoe carnival Inc. I I don't know if that's the (laughs) parent company for new balance, but, um, Yeah. Don't invest in shoe carnival Inc. (laughs) but yeah, I mean, to your point, like those are some great, great brands. And they've kind of shown uh, a positive trajectory over the past couple of years. And again, like these are brands that I'm sure a lot of you guys really do believe in. Um, some are loyalists to Nike, some are loyalists to Adidas. Some of you all play the fence and fine. Like if you want to be that person, then cool, um, no, uh, nothing wrong with that but um for me and again like there's a lot of resources out there like nate said and a lot of them will tell you like this is a sure buy like this is one that and again like this is all done with math and trends and actual statistical data in the same way that stock x hence the name <laughs> stock x um is derived from so if you were to take if you if you have the mindset of a buyer and seller on StockX when it comes to shoes, then understanding stocks might not be that difficult to comprehend, especially in the case that you think of a stock as a pair of shoes. If the if the shoe is a rare shoe, if the shoe is like a very consistent shoe, like an Air Jordan One or a Yeezy model, then expect the price to always kind of like stay up there and, and only increase in value as brands continue to put out similar shoes. Um, so for me, brand wise, these are the ones that I'm looking at right now. Um, and I definitely have to put money into them because of their, uh, their trajectory of increasing and being like really popular and really successful. But the number one that came to my mind, just thinking about like pandemic and, and and all that other shit is Skechers. (laughs) This might not be a brand that I'm wearing personally. This may not be a brand or a store that I'm ever like, I'm really going into. But what I'm thinking about, you know, the types of shoes that people are wearing during this time, it being at leisure it being you know healthcare systems what shoes are they wearing what are they wearing you know like what brands are supporting like the old people you know what i mean like it's the sketchers and and it being like one of the the most popular shoe brands i think they're like at least top 3 and i don't even think they're number 3 but they're for sure like in the top 5 Uh, sneaker brands in terms of how much money they make on a year-to-year basis like that's for sure one you got to look into it's it's lame I get it but it's for sure one to look into Um, another one and again this goes down to brands that I personally like and something that we talked about on the podcast a couple of times prior is uh, VF Corp they are the ones that take on brands like Supreme and the North face and Vans. And I mean, if you just love those brands and you already know that they're going to be successful, especially Supreme, I'm sure their Supreme is putting the fucking company on their back. Um, but yeah, like with more stores opening and more and more collaborations. And again, Supreme resale being higher and higher every year. I can only expect, and I don't, I don't expect it to, to be like a crazy increase, but um, I can always expect a, a company like this to like progress forward and potentially do good. Um, and then the last one, and I'm with you on the Nike and Adidas thing, of course. Like those are those are brands that are like, their foundation is built on innovation. So why the hell not be a part of that? Yeah, but, they're like the Tesla of yeah, like the sure. short world, you know yeah. what I mean? If you don't have a stock in that, then, you know, like, why are you even buying the shoes? You know, I saw this really funny meme. I I broke it down to you earlier, but it basically said, and try to follow along with me here, guys. Imagine one month, no, every month for 10 years, right? I don't know what that math is, but if there's 12 months in a year times 10, I'm assuming that's uh 120 <laughs> 1200 1200 <laughs> I don't fucking know but you're going to have over a 1000 pair of shoes right imagine you buy a pair every month for 10 years you have 1200 pair of shoes now that's a lot of pairs of shoes at the end of the day but imagine if you invested that same amount of money every month into a stock for the brand of shoes that you're potentially going to purchase so in the case you you have a 1,200 pairs of Nikes and let's say a stock for Nike costs the same amount and over 10 years you have 1,200 pair, 200 stocks of of Nike stock, right? So to put that math into perspective, right, 1,200 pairs of Nikes, you could potentially have, what do you think that that collection would be if you were to think about 10 years of collecting a 1,000 1,000-plus pairs. How, how much um, money do you think they'd be evaluated
1: at? Uh, I mean, in terms of, like, resale price, depending on, like, what shoes you get and how much you paid retail. And if you paid retail, easily looking at upwards of, I don't know, I would say maybe close to, if you're playing your cards right and you're getting, like, good releases, like, maybe, like, ah fuck 1200 pairs of shoes maybe like 10,000 I think I don't know if that's conservative or that's like way out of the ballpark but maybe yeah maybe like 10,000 dollars depending on what you're getting obviously yeah I could
0: I could see that because let's see like 150 say you're spending 150 dollars times I don't know that's that's 1,200 right
1: 1,200
0: It, it you would you would potentially have a collection that's worth
1: like a hundred eighty thousand dollars okay yeah i totally did the math wrong on that Holy but that's shit. like
0: that's like retail and that's right. not to say that every shoe is going to be like like a flip and it would probably that's probably like a highball number and maybe right. you have one pair of shoes that's worth a lot more than others but um that's over the span of 10 years you will have like a hundred I don't know, $180,000 within like the worth of your shoes. Now, for for Nike, right? Let's say throughout that 10 years you originally buy a stock at I don't know, 10 years from from right now you're buying it at what's the price for it? Nike stock right now is $141. Okay? Let's say you buy 100 uh you buy a share every Every month for 10 years, that stock is not always going to stay at that price, right? I mean, being a brand that fluctuates in having good years and bad years, you're going to get stock at a lower price. You're going to get stock at a slightly higher price. But at the end of the day, that amount for what you're spending, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're probably going to get a lot more worth out of that <laughs> because you're going to have $1,200. No, you're not going to have $1,200. You're going to have 1,200 individual shares of a Nike stock that is worth the, the difference between when you bought it and 10 years from now. Now, if I understand stock correctly, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but let's say Nike has the most amazing year ever, right? Like, they invent fucking shoes that fly right <laughs> they become like like the super innovators of the entire world right i don't know what that would look like but let's say that stock for five years shoots up to 500 dollars. now you're a billionaire if not a millionaire right just off of that alone because you own so much stock the amount of that stock is now worth a lot more and just in the same sense that you look at reselling sneakers you're going to make a lot of money from that so is that the proper comparison to relate buying sneakers across 10 years versus buying stock i'm not sure but it Uh, makes sense to me on why i would invest that money in stock instead
1: no yeah it definitely makes sense like if you do the math like you're just saying so let's say okay your initial investment is what what did we say? 180,000, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we said? Yeah. Over the course of 10 years, of course. Yep. Um and you divide that by the current price, which is 141, so you have like a little over 1200 stocks. Yep. And let's say, like you said, I think it's 1276 and the price goes up to 500. You're sitting on $638,000. <sighs> like that's a return on an investment of close to 500,000 almost in over 10 years so what that's is a that? lot that's a lot of money that's yeah, like a $500,000 uh trade off
0: right there now just for some historical context right i'm i just went into the little analysis chart but 5 years ago right this was in 2016 nike stock was $62 right now looking at it in 2021 that stock is now worth 141 so if you were to tack on another five years or another 10 years you could potentially see that stock being like upwards towards 200 so now if, if that kind of paints a picture of the difference between what you're putting your money into in regards to sneakers versus the stock again different um different things for different people you can't you can't we're just avoiding
1: saying the word strokes
0: yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) again different, (laughs) different strokes for different folks but yeah i get it you can't you can't rock your stocks which is the title of this podcast episode let's go you can't rock your stocks but um it depends on you know as you grow older making investments and stuff but you know I'm still, we're still pretty young, uh, so we're figuring it out, but I can see, you know, I can see the dilemma here, like, what am I putting my money into, you know?
1: Right, but I mean, you know, it's a trade-off of, like, instant gratification versus, do I want to buy, like, a house with this stock money, or, like, do I want to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, choice is, choice is really up to you, and, you know, like, Ryan... Tried to avoid saying and eventually said different strokes for different folks. Yeah, some like it a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, some wanna go to the e- yeah, some want <laughs> wanna go to the easy route, you know, take it nice and mellow, you know. And just, others like it, like it rough, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, they, they like, like boom, get in, get out. Some people <laughs> like it, the ease of that. Other people, you know, wanna play the long game. Exactly. You
0: know? The the long there's the short game and there's a the long game. It just yeah. it depends on what you prefer. But when when you're looking at it from the very complex breakdown that we both stated, um, it really does come down to like sort of what your priorities are. Like there there's people that have actually created businesses, if not entire lifestyles, around selling sneakers. And again, it's it's not saying that one's more viable than the others because both are. Are privy to actual the actual climate of the brand and the the trends and the hype because um, if people just all of a sudden tomorrow just decide that, that sneakers are communist footwear and now, we're, <laughs> now we just want to go barefoot then guess what your travis scott jordan ones are now worth dog shit so um again are we expecting that probably not but You know, and the way that the the stock market works is the same way that the sneaker um, market works. It's all based on supply and demand. And if nobody wants it, then what you have is literally worthless. And I think that's that. I think that's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Exactly. Now, again, this is just things that we've suddenly become aware of. I think for the longest time, we kind of understood like sneaker reselling, clothing reselling. Um, but it's interesting for us to get into the uh, the stock aspect of some of the brands that we love because now this kind of, it's a sense of maturity, I think, because we get to delve a little bit deeper into knowing what these brands are doing and that's a part of our do we have responsibilities? I don't know if we have responsibilities. It's a part of our, uh, our our new and improved responsibilities as streetwear analysts and podcasters because now uh you, you may never know. This this podcast might um might turn into a financial analyst show. This might turn into the the trending report. Uh we might call it uh um drip or Dow um <laughs> you know we you never know so uh to be determined on where we take this uh this, <laughs> this street word podcast and the direction of how we communicate that to was you guys so bad <laughs> but dripper down might be the the podcast episode title too i'm not sure yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey can i talk to you off mic real quick <laughs>
0: jesus christ oh man well
1: I don't have anything else I think, Yeah, I think it's wrap to that one.
0: Um, I'm definitely going to look into um, dropping some money into some of these stocks that we talked about because um, I know that that's something that we talk about on a recurring basis. But any last words for the people other than uh, corny taglines for uh,
1: stock shows? No, Um, I think that's it. I think that was a great way to end that. I wouldn't, I don't want to ruin the moment that we just shared with all of you in naming (laughs) our new podcast. So I think, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks Jones. yeah. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I I think, yeah, we're we're done here. I'm going to sit, I'm going to sit my shiraz. All right. Well, well, again, thank you guys for
0: listening to today's episode, this week's episode, past episodes. um, Mm -hmm. We're loving the, the. the the listening numbers going up. That's always my favorite thing in terms of looking at analytics and numbers and shit like that. Um, But again, be sure to follow us on all of our social channels. It's at No Chance Radio. Um, And if you want to listen to us again, you're probably listening to us now and you didn't know that you could listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts on soundcloud maybe you're listening on an old-timey radio that your friend has in his basement and you don't want to uh wake up your parents because you're listening to a very discreet streetwear show um then again uh if that's (laughs) how you want to do it then go ahead and continue doing that too um
1: Hey, my train of thought, you going off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you painted a really weird picture in my head. That was <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs>
0: um, but again, thank you guys for listening uh, to this week's episode. A shout out to the sponsor. Shout out to Gwaiake Yerumate for powering these episodes. Um, it's basically why I'm constantly rambling about nonsense, but I love it. Uh, it's what makes these episodes really great. Um, so again, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Peace.